Hey, what's up? How's it? Aloha. Welcome to Culturize. It is me, McCunny. Welcome to season nine. I'm so excited, uh, which means that uh, maybe we're we're what we're doing is is you like and uh, we encourage you to let all your friends know all of our podcast platforms. Spotify, Google app, all those wonderful ones. We're on uh, network TV, we're on YouTube, all the social media platforms. Uh, this is a space where we get to sit and talk and share and learn culture. Um, as we know, culture is just a you know group of 10 people or more doing and believing in the same things, whether it's ethnic, whether it's social, whether it's native. Uh, we just got to understand a little bit more about each other. I'm actually excited because um, my next guest and the organization she's with, I've been trying to get on for a long time. Just kidding. Um, Cherry Blossom Festival. Heather, um, how are you? I'm great. First of all, thank you for making time because I know you're going to be a mom soon. Yes. And, you know, you're just like, man, I got to get out of the house. Um, so we're sitting down. We're going we're gonna to get into Cherry Blossom Festival. Which I, who, Who's in charge of social media? Oh, uh, my social media person is Kirsty. Thank you, Kirsty, for not thinking I'm weird because I know I was like, I got stalkerish. Like from a year ago, send a message on social media. Hey, can you have somebody get in touch with me? I've got this TV show. It, it totally, now that I, in hindsight, I read back at what I wrote. It's like, oh, that's kind of um, like a scam. It sounds fishy. It just was weird. And I was like, maybe that's why they never um, replied back. So thank you for replying back this time because I got to get you to sit in front of me. Um, what high school you went? So I went to Milani High School. Mililani yes, High School Trojans. Yes. Um, what episode was it? Was you guys remember that Mililani isn't actually the original name of Mililani? Oh. Right. Um, my friend Kehau Souza, uh, she knows, but we'll, we'll, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that so either. So Mililani, it's like Kapole, right? Oh. Kapole isn't really the original name, but Mililani too. If you guys know and you're watching on the YouTube, uh, comment down below. So you went to Mililani High School. Yes. Um, what was it like growing up in Mililani? Oh, I loved it. Did I, you? So I, we moved to Mililani when I was two. And so I lived there pretty much my whole life, going through elementary, middle, high school. Um, it's a very close-knit community, I feel like. Uh, you, everybody played soccer. That's the one thing. <laughs> the one, so, so one thing, when you, when <laughs> it's so Milani. It's like Pearl City played baseball. <laughs> yes, yes. Everybody played soccer. Um, I feel like everybody kind of connects in a way, um, you know, because everybody's from Milani. So... Uh, yeah. I, I always thought it was weird because Mililani, didn't they win like the All-American City or something in oh, 1986? Yes. It's like... We still have a sign about that. It, I said, yeah. why didn't they just say All-Hawaii uh, All City or something? Anyway, <laughs> so Mililani, growing up there, what, what is your ethnic backgrounds? Uh, so I'm full Japanese. Full Japanese. Full Japanese. Growing up in, as, as, as like you said, in Mililani even or anywhere, what was it like growing up? Was your family very traditional... Um, or more local Japanese. You know I how there's a difference? Say, no, I, to I totally understand. I would say we were definitely more of a local Japanese. Um, so my grandparents actually spoke Japanese in really? their household. Honto desu ka? But my dad and my mom both didn't re like learn the language. It wasn't passed on. So it was kind of, that part was lost. So grandma and grandpa, what, uh, Nisei? Uh, Nisei. Or, wow. Yeah, Nisei. And then so you're parents would be sansei yeah. and then you you know, oh mm -hmm. wow interesting yeah. um did you who did you grow up more with or hang out more with parents or grandparents oh definitely my parents really? <laughs> so i i learned very squishy squishy really? japanese <laughs> um was was grandparents around at the time 
Uh, so my my dad sides from Hilo, and then my mom well, sides from Kanoe. I was just gonna say oh. Hilo Japanese. <laughs> yes, right? yes. So they're very Japanese. <laughs> um, so in the household, do you remember anything that was that was local or even traditional Japanese? I mean, even as simple as we all know, we take off our our shoes before going to the house. Anything else you can remember, like what bondori every year? Yeah, so I feel like the traditions though that we we celebrate every year was pretty. It was pretty like consistent. Um, so yeah, um, I did Aikido growing up. Uh, so oh, there you go. Very very cultural. Right. Let <laughs> yeah. me move my energy Martial over here. Arts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, we were always going to um, gone to Milan Bon Dance. Um, we always celebrated like um, Hanumatsuri, and then of course like Ozoni during New Year's. I'm, I also did judo in high school. So. Martial arts was a big part of my life. So um, you were right intensely now. in there. It's funny because you're like, yeah, we're just a little bit local Japanese, but <laughs> you just rattled off all these traditional things. <laughs> if you're joining us, we're sitting with Heather right now. Um, we are talking culture, Japanese culture in Hawaii, which is a huge part of, of local culture today. But we're going to find out a little bit more about what she did growing up and where she is today right here on Culturized. For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit HIFICU.com. Bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code AHIGHTHING. So if you are joining us, this is Culturized. We just had a great conversation uh, off air about e even more things. It's, it's always cool how even in this room right now where we said there's so many different cultures, but we find all these these things that we're, we have in common. We were just talking about co-ed soccer and, and how Mililani is very like, no, this is our soccer community. You can't come in. Um, but growing up, you, you did. You did a lot of um, – and that's the, the not well funny and cool thing about us, you know, we're in the culture, but you don't realize that we're actually doing something that is perpetuating, right? Mm -hmm. Like bondori. Every bond dance, we would just go. Japanese or not, everybody like to eat andagi. Everybody like to dun 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 Right? Did you do the dance? Oh, yes. So we all knew it. And then, but at the time now, as we get older, you realize, wow, there was a purpose. My mom and dad and parents always took us to these things. Um, you mentioned, what else did you mention? Hanamatsuri, what is... Is that, um, no, that's not Girls Day. What is Girls Day? Oh, Girls Day. Is that what yes. it is? Yeah. Um, and what do they do during Girls Day for somebody that's watching and, and they see it, but they don't understand? Um, what, what do you do for Girls Day? Yeah, so um, my dad would have all these Japanese dolls in our house and then he would put it up. And supposedly you're supposed to take it all, like put it away right after Girls Day or you might not get married. Re oh, yeah, that's what that's, it is? I just found that out like a couple of years ago. So I was like, oh, good thing he put it away. <laughs> so you take it out, put the dolls out, and that's to encourage that you get married? Or if you don't put it away, you're not going to get married? I think it's more like if you don't put it away, you don't get married. So if not, you have to leave it out, you know, for the, the year the until. <laughs> the duration of it. <laughs> yeah. So you got these all old Japanese Bushido men going, you're not getting married. Yeah. I'm going to leave it on the shelf. <laughs> And then so uh, the counterpart to that is I just learned the word. I was in Japan last week for Boys Day. What is Boys Day called? Oh, cho it's called Children's Day now. We don't celebrate Boys Day. I'm sorry, boys Hold out there. Hold on. <laughs> is cancel culture sneaking into ethnic culture? I, is that what it I, is? Maybe. I, okay, but... let me. You don't have to say it, but come on. Really? 
cancel culture. It's not Boys Day. It's Children's Day. Yeah, it's Children's Day. So we celebrate all children. <laughs> slightly, but, but isn't there a regular Children's Day anyway? Uh, no? I, yeah. Wait, so they keep Girls Day. <laughs> And they change Boys Day to Children's <laughs> yeah, Day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have two. I'm gonna have two boys pretty soon, so we're 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 celebrating. All boys. Uh, okay, so I let me let me. Ask, okay, let, I was just gonna ask you when the two boys. Are you gonna celebrate Boys Day? Or are you gonna, are you gonna not say Children's Day? Uh, so depends well, who's around. Yeah, deep, yeah, depends. But we still. So for my family, um, my son is gonna be two, um, but we still put up the carp or the yeah. the fish, the co the koa fish that. So I I we there is still some traditions through Boys Day. Keep but. it, keep <laughs> it. No matter what they call it, at the end of the day, it's gonna be Boys Day. When you see that carp hanging from the bamboo at a not even even if it's not Japanese household, it is um, Boys Day. Okay, let's. Mm. Um, why do you know why it was the koi or the carp? Oh no, I. I Ooh, if if you guys are watching on, yeah, on YouTube, let us know knows. why they chose that. I was just in Japan. We were in Kagoshima, and this beautiful. I posted on Facebook, but this beautiful river, and right across the river was um, these huge carp. Oh, my amazing, goodness. amazing, beautiful scene. Uh, so Hanamatsuri Girls Day. What 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 did they call it? Boys Day? Children's Day. Children's Day. What's the What's the Japanese Nihongo? Uh, no, you don't know. Uh, yeah. If you know uh, Nihongo, na nan to you, uh, Boys Day. Um, what else? So we had Bon Bon Dance. What bon else dance. did you guys do growing up? Japanese. Um. Oh, there. So what I d wish mm. that we did, but uh, we didn't well, do, like um, was mochi pounding. Ooh. So a lot of people do mochi pounding. Um, a lot of people still do the traditional mochi pounding. Which is the, the craziest mallet. thing in the world. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Explain to viewers right now just the what mochi pound not not what it's about, but just the physical side of mochi pounding. Just set the set the scene. You're standing on the side or the back of Hongwanji and there's this big huge wooden stump. Yeah. Tell people what and so there's like a, a you get a wooden mallet mm -hmm. and basically you it takes two people to, to do mochi pounding so one person is turning the mochi while the other one is pounding all their might um, but I so I, I recently got to experience it last year uh, through a um, the, the uh, event and it was really hard on your body okay I we're gonna talk about pounding mochi coming up Japanese tradition still here in Hawaii um, if you've ever seen them pound mochi the word I I would never want to be the guy that has to stick your hand in and flip oh. it over. Find out what that is coming up on Culturized. See Dr. Oda at HEC Medical Clinic Honolulu Specialist in Laser Weight Loss. You can see the change losing one to two inches instantly. Pacific Spray Wash is Oahu's number one trusted exterior cleaning service. We deliver a spotless job for all your pressure washing, roof cleaning, house washing, and solar panel cleaning. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to Culturize. We're talking about uh, Japanese culture in Hawaii, traditional, local Japanese, all the same. All these things that our, our ancestors brought over when they came to Hawaii, but we still, and that's what culture is about. We still practice them, talking about pounding mochi, and as a martial artist, right? So you got the guy, now it's a mallet, but the, thing, the, the, the hammer part is huge, huge, right? And you've got about maybe that much that you need to aim that you need to aim but the worst part is the guy if you if you're oh. not in sync with the guy swinging the hammer 
either he's going to catch the back of your neck <laughs> or your hands because you got to go in and flip the mochi. Yes, yes. Right? And it's hot, so yeah. Because it, it's, um, oh, that's it's like right. rice. Yes, it's hot. I remember a couple times. Uh, the first, Well, the first time I pounded mochi, one of my good friends, Colin Hayashida, on, on Maui took took me with him and I was like he goes oh no you gotta flip it I was like are you crazy <laughs> I don't even know these guys and they're swinging mallets that close to my head um, I love what what is is it New Year's when the bamboo in front of the house what are those things called do you guys anybody know Oh, the koromatsu? Yeah, koromatsu. Do you guys do that? No. No? We but we do put up the, um, not the koromatsu, but the with the orange and the mochi and the Oh, paper. that's right. We do do that. Yes, that's a very big. Um, and for that, too, you, uh, my parents always said that you have to shower before you put it up. So everybody in the house needs to shower before putting it on yeah, the altar. So it's a, it's a big thing. My parents, like, till this day, stick to it. And then now at my house, we put one up so i have to make sure everybody i love showers. that and you, you know the cool thing too is is a lot of times so you have you have buddhist religion right mm -hmm. but a lot of times that religious practice just goes into regular everyday practice even if you don't yes, go hongwanji every yes yeah yes see that's what i like about japanese culture they're, they're so i mean even last week in japan one of the greatest things and i wish not that our kids aren't respectful but um driving there's a crosswalk we stop this boy, maybe about 15, 16 years old, crosses the crosswalk, stops, turn around, and bows. I'm like, what? He just Very bowed to think, yeah. And I wish, I mean, even if our kids would just show and show, oh, thanks, huh? right? This kid bowed, and he waited till we drove off, and he just went about his business. So I, wow. Japanese culture, I love the fact that even as, as many generations removed from the motherland of, of Japan is that you still practice these things. Now, all these things that you grew up knowing and practicing and doing, you touched up on it a little bit. How much of that do you bring into your adult life now? Even as a mom, like you said, the boys are going to celebrate Boys Day. Um, are you going to continue all those things that your, your family did growing up? Oh, yes. Yes. So my dad's actually an Aikido sensei. So no way. for sure we'll probably what dojo? A uh, Milani, Milani dojo. No way. Yeah. Um, so he's one of the senseis there. So for sure we'll probably have to send my son. I was over gonna there. say there's no, no option. One, once you, once you have sensei in the family in in Aikido, there's no like you you you're gonna put out what is the the, the pan hakama. the hakama? I love that. You know what I love about Aikido is when um, they have the the uniform on. And, it, and then they, the the rope that pulls your your kind back. When I used to watch, I love that stuff. All the protocol that goes into Aikido is amazing to me. Um, so you still practice? Well, not right now. Do you still practice right now? No, I don't actually. Yeah, I don't. When's yeah. the last time you hip toss somebody? Oh my! Oh, for judo. Oh, <laughs> actually, I was a coach for judo for Milan High School um, right before COVID hit. What's easier, so. judo or Aikido? Oh my, Aikido. <laughs> Judo so hard on your body when you're older. Yeah, that's crazy. So even that in there. So now all this, you. How long have you been with Cherry Blossom Festival? Ooh, so uh, six years. I was a contestant in the 65th festival. What year was that? Because I, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I, I emceed one year, and I, re, I. The funny thing is, I was doing radio. This might have been early 2000s, maybe mid 2000s. And somebody from the festival called me. Is like, oh, we'd love for you to emcee the the pageant. I'm like. I'm not Japanese, <laughs> but I think is because at the time I was I used to work with JTB right, oh. and then um, uh, I 
I spoke Japanese now. No, Nihongo wa marate desu kara ne. So we'll figure that out. We want to find out what you bring to Jer-、uh, Cherry Blossom and what Cherry Blossom Festival is all about because I'm always biased to pageants and festivals or ethnic, I should say, festivals. So if you're joining us, that's what we do on Culturize. We're talking culture. We're sitting with Heather right now and we're going to talk a little bit more about Japanese culture in Hawaii right here on Culturize. <laughs> For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit HIFICU.com. Long's Drugs is always here for Hawaii, providing your family with local favorites, accessible health and wellness services to keep you safe and healthy. Make Long's a part of your day. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Makani. Thank you for joining us on Culturize. If you're watching on the network, thank you very much for doing that. If you're listening in on all of our podcast platforms, we appreciate you. Tell everybody about us.、Uh, if you're on YouTube, notification bell. Uh, subscribe, all those things that validate my existence. And, and if you got any comments, comment down below. Keep them nice. Come on, you guys. Let's share some culture. Sitting down with Heather from、uh, Cherry Blossom Festival. You've been with, you've been a contestant. We don't say contestant, it's your Queen's Court. What? How, what oh, or, a contestant. But I did have the opportunity、um, to make it on court my year. So I was so part of the. How do you make it on court? Is、um, through the pageant? Through the pageant. Oh, okay.、Yes. So you go through the pageant. Now, this is what I want to talk about because I love this part of the pageant. They asked me to MC, but they also, the cool thing about it was they, they involved me with everything that you do because being a contestant, you had to go through, it's not just makeup, hair, but you have to know your roots.、Yes. What are the things that you guys had, were required to do as a, as a contestant? Yes, I, I get so excited talking about the festival、uh-huh. because I've made so many connections、mm. and learned so much of my culture.、Um, so, one of the main things that the contestants get to do is cultural classes.、Uh, so, the 71st con-、uh, contestants, which we recently had the festival this year,、uh, they had a total of 20 classes. Really?、Um, ranging from Taiko with Kenny Endo,、um, Ikebana, calligraphy.、Uh, they also did karate.、Uh, so, it's, a, it's an Array of classes. They also learn about Japanese culture in Hawaii.、Uh, so it's a, it's a really good experience. There's no other experience, I think, in Hawaii where you will get that much co- Japanese culture、um, in, you know, in a span of、uh, eight months. So talk, talk about immersion, yes, right? Yes. Of when, when you were going through, the, was there 20, like 20 classes? I'd say I had a little bit less.、Yeah. They added a lot of food classes, which <laughs> I wish、real? that we had already. Like、said. cooking? Yeah, so they do ramen, they do、really? sushi. Is there, when going through the pageant system and going through these classes, I know you just said you learned a lot. It, what, what stands out in your mind about being Japanese that you learned in your adult life? I think the one thing I learned through the festival is that you can never stop learning. I think. Say that again. <laughs> You can never stop learning. There's so much about culture,、um, and not just Japanese culture,、uh, you know, a lot of other cultures that, you know, we. You know, in Hawaii, that you learn. So I think that was the main thing. I mean, we're, I was 26 when I entered、um, the Cherry Blossom Festival. And I think that's why when I, when I told you that, I feel like I didn't grow up with a very strong culture because I did so many things that I would never experience if I didn't do the festival. But which is funny because I, I don't. 
and and I'm looking at you going when you say, "Oh, I didn't grow up doing a lot of cultural things," <laughs> and then you're talking going, "I did Aikido, <laughs> I did Judo, I celebrated this, I celebrated that," but but that's who we were as kids because we didn't see it as culture; we just seen it as this is my life, this yes. is what we do, and now the outside world sees it as, oh, you're a very cultural person. I was like, no, I'm just me. I'm just Heather <laughs> from Mililani, right? Um, but I think that's the beauty of it because now, because our kids learn from what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite favorite class in uh, the festival or, or in the pageant uh, when you went through it? Favorite class? Um, so I think my favorite but most challenging was calligraphy. Uh, so I'm an arts person, but martial arts, not right. an <laughs> artsy person. I'm a teacher. Like so I can use my hand I, to I, slap you yeah, and yeah. block you, but I can't draw kanji. No, I, I like, yeah, it was it was a very challenging experience. Really? But I learned, um, I think through that experience that, you know, those challenging experiences push it, push me more. Um, and yeah, it was, it, I just laugh about it to this day because it struggled a lot, but I, it was, it was a good um experience to have see i i love the fact that you have and, and they they require it right the the year i emceed all i remember was the girls i don't want to say complaining but they were just like oh my god tying the thing and then it takes so much the the obi so the thing on the back is that's the obi, the obi and, and then the the, the belt is another name or that's oh, the that's whole the obi same. yeah so because I remember them talking about it and, and it was so difficult and we didn't realize how to put on a kimono because there's so much steps. Can we get into that in a little bit? Um, first of all, thank you so much for making time and coming to share about Japanese. There's so much more we can learn, so we're definitely going to bring you back. But can you hang out for a little while? Uh, we're going to go over to the extended version on YouTube. So uh, head on over there, subscribe, comment down below, get involved in this conversation um, and how you do it. Everybody on our podcast platforms, once you stop driving, go find us on YouTube right here on Culturized. Hey, what's up, how's it? Aloha, it is me, McCunny. I am excited today. We are sitting with the Cherry Blossom Festival. Uh, now, your, your kuleana or your responsibility um, at the Cherry Blossom Festival is what? Uh, so this past year, I was the general chair of the mm. festival. So uh, meaning I overseed all of the different areas, um, our steering committee. Um, so it was a really great experience uh, just because I was a contestant. I was just going to say, now, is it, is it um, once you're a contestant, so now you know the background, is it a volunteer? This is all your time giving? Oh, this is all volunteers. Really? Yes, yes. We're all volunteers. So we're a project of the Holy Japanese Junior Chamber mm. of Commerce. Uh, we're all volunteers, all of my steering committee, all the members. Oh, that filial piety. <laughs> and they, I'm telling you, right? Yeah. It's like you have to do it. It's a thing you have to do. Yeah. Um, 70, well, 71st year was this past yes, one. 71st. Since you've been in it, we talked about there's more classes. What has changed is or or maybe not have changed? What what do you see? Um, so the classes definitely mm. have um, uh, the cultural classes. Uh, something that I didn't mention too is that the contestants actually go through personal development classes. Um, no so way. I mean, um, and professional development. Uh-huh. So they learn how to walk, and you, you think walking is easy in hills. It is not that easy. <laughs> uh, and they also learn how to speak. So we have a lot of speaking classes also. So you got to learn how to uh, to walk in the geta, the slipper. The geta, but in regular heels. Uh, what 
what's more difficult? <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a hard. Wait, one. see, because I know I always tell girls that they're, when they're walking in stilettos, as you try walking, get the slippers. <laughs> what do you, with you, the kimono, with it is kimono. hard. It is hard. Yes. <laughs> we left off talking about kimono. That's one of the classes because you guys have to learn how to put on a kimono, yes. and it's a process, right? It's not how many layers. Ooh, I want to say maybe like. Three, four, but it's tight. Yes. Yes. Imagine everybody sees kimono. A lot of times today they see kimono hanging on the wall, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But to put on a kimono, imagine women um, in Japan on a daily basis, right? Having to put on kimono. That first layer, um, and it's it's like a what? What's the um, in the European countries? What do they call them? What are those things? Corsets, right? Imagine your whole body. In a corset. That's what a kimono feels like, right? Yes. Only your arms pretty much can breathe. There's a lot of tying involved. And and yes. you can't put it on yourself. Uh no, I I've I've never tried. <laughs> See, I know because I've never seen. I mean, if if somebody can put on a kimono by themselves, full traditional kimono, props to you. Yes. But it usually took a few people to help you. Yes, usually we have two dressers per contestant oh, that crazy. put the kimono on. What what is involved in an entire kimono? From from oh so um, there's different layers underneath mm-hmm. because the kimono itself should not touch your skin. I uh, didn't so know that. So we put an underneath layer okay. um, just because you sweat right. right in the kimono whatnot, um, and then the actual kimono itself. Uh, so one of our sponsors, Watabe Wedding, they uh, donate um, Furasore kimonos. So it's beautiful kimonos flown from Japan. Are those the hand painted ones? The hand, yeah. <laughs> It's be- beautiful, yeah. So, um, so we have that, and then you have your ob, uh, mm-hmm. beautiful ob's. There's so many different ways you can also uh, style the ob as well, and then you have a kansashi what goes on your your hair piece. Wow, um, all that involved with the ob is now. Of course, every kimono is different. If you guys have a chance, just go Google, look up. The, those hand painted the process is amazing yes. there's i think if i'm not mistaken there's only like two ladies left in the world oh, no. I, I could be wrong correct me if I'm wrong, but the the ones that hand paint and then you have the other ones that do the hand stitching mm, amazing to me um how long from beginning to end to put on a kimono Oh my goodness! That's that's what the girls were talking about. Yeah. Well, um, when the contestants are wearing kimonos at the festival mm-hmm. ball, which is our culminating event, mm-hmm. the end, we we make it like 30, 30 minutes. <laughs> we kind of rush them. Serious. Yeah, because uh, it, we're all timed, right? Which it's a is Guinness Book of World Record. Yes. Yeah, so it's pretty quick. Um, but I say, if, like, if you really want to take the mm-hmm. time, probably about an hour to just like really finish everything but the the ladies at Watabe wedding they're so professional so, so quick um, they do it for us you know year after year so do you guys get to keep that kimono that they no, give you no no it's way. just donated so just oh. for, for that night how about how about the queen when she wins uh so the queen is actually we have a sponsor fujiasu mm-hmm. kimono from japan uh so they donate or they uh, gift the kimono to the queen if you've ever seen a fujiasu kimono it comes in this amazing <laughs> Um, box that like sometimes you think the box is even more amazing than the kimono <laughs> I don't even know how I know these things but um, I, I just love the cultural side of that and it's do they put it on her or they just is it a gift uh, so when the uh, the queen and court go to Japan mm-hmm. uh, usually for a goodwill tour there's mm-hmm. a whole ceremony a whole um, party uh, where the queen comes out with their kimono did you get a chance to go to Japan 
yes. Okay, so here's a question that so you have the Cherry Blossom Festival in Hawaii, yes. which a lot of times Japanese see that as America, mm-hmm. right? Um, is there? A, it might be a weird rhetorical question. Huge difference when you're representing Japanese in Hawaii and you're going to Nihon. Huge difference. They? I wouldn't say a huge difference, but I think it's a really great experience mm-hmm. for like the court to just mm-hmm. learn about the culture. I will tell you some contestants have never been to Japan before. Mm-hmm. So being able to experience it, um, being kind of, I want to say, uh, you know, when you're like on court, everybody yeah. sees you with your crown of and course. sash. So it's so yeah, you're like very, yeah, the hierarchy. So. <laughs> you're like, oh, let's, you know, how long do you guys go to Japan for? Two weeks. Uh, so we have sister city mm-hmm. um, relationships uh, with five different um, um, areas in Japan. And we visit all of our sponsors also for the festival. Do they require language classes? No language. Re- I, that's really? Why I'm so this, I know. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hi, hi. Wait, what, is there a reason for that? Um, <laughs> I know, yeah. If you want to start teaching our class. Uh, <laughs> I just said my my Japanese is terrible. It's difficult. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But what the the great part is is that no matter you know if you speak to mm. um, one of our our friends from Japan, uh-huh. it the, the the friendship and the connection. It doesn't matter what language you speak. Um, we find a way. <laughs> Speaking of connections, something you guys that are watching may not have known the 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 relationship with Japan and Hawaii has been. Um, centuries old there's a google there's a there's a picture of kalakaua with um prime minister at the time but kalakaua and a lot of um our royalty in hawaii went to the royal school Mm -hmm. in japan so this relationship with hawaii has been i mean far far centuries old um but i always love that picture of the emperor and Kalakaua at the time. It's a really, really cool picture. So you guys Google that, or if you have it, uh, look it up, the relationship between Hawaii and Japan. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo for making time, uh, sharing nice. culture. We definitely want to bring you back more, bring some of the uh, the, the Queen's Court back as well. We want to we wanna learn more Japanese uh, culture, especially in Hawaii. So if you are joining us, you want to share anything about your Japanese culture and the way you were raised, comment down below, hit the notification bell, subscribe, because this is where we get to share, learn, and talk culture. This is Culturized. Mm-hmm.